Welcome to Conversations with Molly and Friends. I'm your host, Molly Doherty. I love having deep conversations where I get to see how much God loves us. That's where the idea for this podcast came from. I get to talk to some amazing people and hear how God is showing up in their everyday lives, where he found them in the dark of their sin or just in the doubts of the everyday. We will talk about some easy and not so easy topics, but the common thread through them all will be how much God loves us. So buckle up and let's get into the conversation. In today's episode, my husband joins me as we get to chat with one of our good friends, Jonathan Green. Before we get into the conversation, I just want to let you know we are discussing some sensitive stuff that may not be for all ages. However, as a parent, I wish this was stuff I knew my kids were dealing with. I was thinking on the way here, it was like, like I'm so excited I get to be with two of my favorite people today. Oh my like, gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've not had you on at all. I know. We and need to do our testimony. I know. Yes. I know. And I reference it a lot in, in past uh, podcasts, so I think it would be helpful to do, but I digress. Anyways, um, so I'm so excited to hear like all the stuff you have to say and like your testimony. I was also thinking about um, a few years back, God had given me the uh, verse, is Revelation 12, 11, that we defeat the enemy by the word mm. or by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Okay. And um. And I think that it's so powerful to be able to talk about stuff that not only we've struggled with, but that we may still the temptation comes around. Oh, of course, right? yeah. And yeah. so I think that that's just super, super powerful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. I I don't know. You want to just. Yeah, yeah, so I'll just dive right into yeah. it. Um, a few, I think it maybe a month ago, two months ago, I was at work and I uh, uh, I heard God talks to me a lot while I'm at work, like whether I'm listening to like a secular podcast or a Christian one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so something I heard uh, was him being like, hey, I want you to like give your testimony about porn, your pornography wow. addiction specifically. And I was like, OK, cool. Sounds great. And he's like, no, no, no. Like details. Wow. And, 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 and I was like, OK, that makes sense, because I've always every time I've heard a Christian, either a pastor or a youth pastor or someone give the t- testimony, they just go. Yeah, I struggle with porn. Yes. And everyone, 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 in, the, everyone in the sermon's like, mm-hmm, amen. And he's like, and I defeated it. And he's like, cool, <laughs> awesome. I'm like, that's it? That's it? What kind, dude? Right. What are you looking at? Did you, like, act on it? Did you, was it, like, literally just two girls kissing? Right. Was it, like, what was it? Was yeah. it, like, BDSN? You know what I'm saying? And yes. so, and for me, I felt super, I would always say, and it, it pissed me off, honestly, when yeah. I heard that. Because I'm yeah. like, dude, stop sugarcoating it. Let's talk about it. Yes. And so... God was like specifics. And so only like, I'd say about, I think 10 people know the the, the specifics that I'm going to talk about. And pretty much I just, I've always struggled with porn. Uh, I started looking at it when I was like 12 or 13, which I don't think is uncommon for most males in in this era. And initially um, it was just the regular stuff, you know, like guys like, which I guess is just whatever that is, you know, we, right. we, like the hardcore, I guess, yeah. male, female. And so, and, and that, but it, very, very quickly, uh, it did not take long for it to do devolve, I would say into, and this is why the devil is very smart because he knew that because it devolved to a certain point and it did not go any further after that. And he knew that me being at that point, uh, was going to create an immense amount of shame mm. and like embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the type of porn that, I mean, I looked at regular stuff for like, probably like a year and okay. then it immediately went to like transgender porn wow 
which I'm just going to get super specific. Very young age. Wow. Okay. And so that is like essentially a chromosomal male. Okay. That looks like a female. Okay. In every single way, but maintains the male genitalia. Okay. (laughs) And they don't go further. So it's not like a fully transitioned. Okay, does that make gotcha. sense? Yes, yes. So they clear. had top surgery. So they call but it not tranny bottom. porn. Yes, okay. they call it tranny porn. So they stay like that. That's like their niche. Okay. And so for the and the, the I remember the first time I did it, I was like, well, I'm gay. Immediately, wow. I was like, I'm gay. My dad's a pastor. My mom, you know, I'm like, this is horrible. We go to church every Sunday. So I I literally thought that, and so that led into me sleeping with as many women as I could, which you guys already know sure. that I did that a lot. And so I, yeah, and that went on for. I think the first person I ever told was when I was married and I was like 25. So it was almost like 10 years, I'd say, of like keeping that to myself, not telling a single person. And that shame just like that shame just like compounded and compiled. And it it led me to do so many like crazy things uh, that just like, again, sleeping around with women and 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 just struggling with that. and so, yeah. And then I felt God be like, I want you to talk about that because nobody wow. does. I've talked no. to at least 100 men about porn probably over the past like 10 years. No joke. And I will like ask them and I'll be like, oh, like if we're having a serious conversation about it, a deep one, I'll be like, sure. I'll, I'll pry. I'll be like, we're talking about this. So what do you look at? And they'll tell me nobody, ha- not a single person has ever talked about it. And I've listened to. I've literally YouTubed like testimonies on porn. Nobody talks about it there. Like I'm sure I know there's somebody who talks about it, but I haven't, I didn't find it yet. Not in person via or YouTube or anything. And so, uh, you know, and and I'm at this point in my life where I don't care what people think. And it's not like an unhealthy, I don't care. It's like, I know, I know who God says I am. Yeah. So why do I care if somebody else is like, oh dude, that's gross. Right. I'm like, all right, it is gross. I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't care what you think. And so, and and so, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I, I, I don't struggle with it as much anymore. The temptation is there, of course. Sure. Um, but you know, I had a counselor that God used her. She was not Christian, but God used her a lot, and we talked about it extensively. And she was like, "Dude, you're not. That doesn't mean you're gay." Yeah. Doesn't. She's yeah. like, "Have you ever done anything with any other?" Uh, uh, gender than a female? I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, well, even if you did, it still doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you're gay. And I'm like, okay, cool, perfect. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and right. and not that that's the worst thing ever, but it's just no. the, it's a, it's a sin like any other one. And so, you know, I just, yeah. Right, right. And that, that's wow. pretty much where I'm at. Wow. And so wow. I knew when God told me, I was like, uh, um, that, I don't know. We just, it just happened very quickly when he said that. And I felt very convicted. And it was perfect because, you texted me about doing the podcast about, yeah. I think, like a month later. So I had all that time wow. for God to be like, no, you heard me incorrectly. I'm not ready for you to talk about that specificity, like to be that specific with it. And so right. and I didn't hear anything. I kept hearing, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I want you to talk about it. I, you still have peace about it, yeah. which Chad and I, we've talked, we talked about a million times. If we lose peace over something, it probably wasn't God. And yeah. so, yeah. yeah, there's a fear and or not a fear. There's a. There, there can be an anxiety, right, of mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to share this. And, you know, yeah. but you still maintain the peace of knowing yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm still. You exactly. Know. Yeah. Because I was nervous. Ex- of course. Yeah. Of course. Who isn't nervous about? <laughs> I was. You know, yeah. I look was... behind the curtain now. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah. that is like, again, yeah. that's like stupid. Like I said, there's like maybe 10 people who know now yeah. what you guys and whoever listens. So right. it's like, here we go. Here we go. But yeah. I was yeah, I was nervous, especially yesterday. I was thinking I was working and I'm with, I'm with this crew of guys right now that are like. 
about as construction worker as you can get. Okay. And I love them. They're great. But I mean, it is like, it is like dick jokes all day. Oh, and, and I was thinking, I was sitting there at, at, at lunch and there's like 15 of us and I'm thinking, what, what, what would these guys say if I just like said it? If we were talking about porn, I just said it. I would get like, <laughs> it would be ridiculous. But, right. and so, but I'm still like, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I know that God's got me. And so. Yeah. That is that is very powerful. So you're at this place. You you haven't arrived, right? We don't. Mm-hmm. We've never arrived. Yeah, no, I'm not right? fully healed. From right, it, so, exactly. Yeah. But you've you've come to a place where you've recognized. Okay, I have, like, I know I'm still. I potentially can still be tempted by mm-hmm. it, which isn't a sin, right? Yeah. How do you in your day to day either don't do it, or if you do look at it, how do you you know mm-hmm. come back from that? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, well, a, a big part. Uh, before I, before I say how I go through it is that like the best way I can describe it for a visual is that like before, before I knew how God felt about me, it felt like yeah. there were like, uh, it felt like, it felt like there was like chains, I guess, around me and they're heavy. Yeah. And then I'm walking around with them all the time. I feel weighed down, dragged down. And and, and when I get tempted, it's like every demon in hell is pulling on those chains. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I, I have to. I feel like I don't have a choice. Like I'm being, it feels like I'm being weighed down with thousands of pounds of pressure. And so I would do it. And now, knowing how God feels about me, it's more like a demon just like taps on my shoulder. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And so mostly, I mean, I guess the biggest change is just talking to God. Like Chad and I talk about all the time. It's just literally having a conversation like we're doing right now. Yeah. And that usually it just goes away yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, stress gets me a lot. If yeah. I'm stressed, that's when I want to do, that's when I want to look at porn the most. Uh, yeah. yeah. But just talking to God is the biggest thing. I know that's kind of general, but it's, no. it's one of those things that is like, I feel like it is, it is dramatically overlooked in the church. People are yeah. like, read the Bible, do a Bible study, mm-hmm. uh, commune with people. And it's like, do you, any of you guys just like talk to God? Right. And be like, <laughs> How's it going? What's yeah. up? What's They're up? like, no, he's holy. You don't do that. You always are on your face worshiping. Yes. And it's yes. like, well, yeah. yes, we do that as well. Right. But sometimes we just have a conversation. He's also a friend mm-hmm. as well as our king. <laughs> right. So. Right. I think that the key to being able to talk to God is knowing how much he loves you. Yeah. If you aren't aware of it, mm-hmm. then then it is a more difficult. Yeah. Think of the story of Esther when she was going to go to the king and, the, and they said, well, you can't go unless he summons you. Otherwise, he could kill you. You know, like it mm-hmm. feels like that yeah. kind of thing when I yeah. when I used to have to go to God not have to, but when I wanted to go to God, it was like, oh, he might smite me, you know, because I'm just this horrible, rotten Mm -hmm. person. So that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I just want to, I want to point out is that it wasn't something that happened um, overnight for you. I don't think, I think that, you know, from, for just from our conversations and I just want to clarify, because I think, you know, for those people that are listening, maybe they're like, well, how did it happen? Like, how did it actually change? And I think mm-hmm. um, it really started with you beginning to see God differently mm-hmm. than you had before. Like, yeah. there had to be a change in the way you viewed God in order for you to be able to then be more personal with Him and actually mm-hmm. have a conversation. Yeah. And that took that took some time because yeah. you saw Him as kind of an angry... Oh, yeah. Um, punishing mm-hmm. judgmental kind of uh, figure and and so that actually added to the shame and the condemnation that you had in the first place yep. so it actually didn't help you at all seeing him that way so yeah, yeah. as you begin to experience him more and more in a loving 
understanding, grace-filled, you know, mercy kind of father, um, you were able to, to be more open with him, which then you were actually able to hear him say things to you in your quiet time and the time yeah. that you're listening to podcasts that kind of led to the, hey, I don't think I need to actually be weighed down by this anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. Am I... I, I that's not, all, yeah, that's 100% correct. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that because I yeah. think there might be some people that are like, I know, how yeah. did it actually happen? I know. I just did what I said I don't like. It. <laughs> They're like, I looked at porn and now I don't. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Go home. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's yeah. yeah. What would you do though? Yeah. yeah, exactly. In my life growing up in the church, what I've missed is the practical application, mm-hmm. the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. How do I live this out mm-hmm. when I'm all alone <clears throat> and... I'm had a bad day or I'm struggling or the devil or what, you know, all of those things. And so asking God, if you don't know what, what is triggering this? Yeah. What is the thing that is causing me to want to go back to this instead yeah. of, instead of go to you mm-hmm. be, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but like, <laughs> it's helpful yeah. to be like, do I know how much God loves me? Mm-hmm. Like I ask myself that question, you mm-hmm. know, like if I, am I, do I know how much God loves me? Because if I know how much God loves me, yeah. then I can go to him and say, oh, I'm struggling with this yeah, thing. Yeah. And I and I know that that's not who you created me to be. Yep. And I know that the devil is trying to steal, kill, and destroy mm-hmm. every part of my life. So help me to see you who you are day in and day out of being able to... I mean, like just we've this week we've been working on a bathroom remodel for our daughter and it has been late nights and we have been really like and it's been good. But you just it's an oh, old yeah. house. You're running into oh, stuff. Yeah. Right. And like Chad's like, I've had horrible dreams yeah. all week. You know, and I'm like, I could barely even I'm just falling into bed. You know, yeah. like I'm not and I'm the one that dreams the most. But but sometimes those things happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you have a dream and you're like. And then it just affects the rest of your day. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, and that in itself can cause a stress. Mm-hmm. I remember for years, people would be like, what you dream is who you are. And, you know, and it's oh, like, wow. okay. I hope not. <laughs> I'm a serial killer and a murderer <laughs> and everything. Yeah, but... exactly. Huh, I'm not human. Yeah, you know, right? I mean, like alien. I'm an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good. Like the practical application of being yeah. able to say, okay, God, I know how much you love me. I'm dealing with this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I need to be able to come to you. And I, and I, and I think that that mirrors human relationships too, because we don't like, I'm not going to go up to a stranger and say, Hey, I'm really struggling Wow. because I don't know that person, but I will, I'll cry in Chad's arms. I'll cry in your arms. Right. I'm not going to do that to somebody at the gym or at Walmart or whatever. Like I'm just not even, even people that I do know that I'm friends with that I have their number. I probably not some people I won't call. So it's like, if you don't know God, why are you going to? You don't. Why feel are you gonna Why are you gonna to get go. on your face and cry to him because you don't feel safe? He's a stranger. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's why I think like just talking to him like normal is. And I've had people be like, Dude, "You what? You just talk to him like he's a friend? He's our, he's our king. He's not a friend." Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm sure there's gonna be some women that are listening to this and they're wondering, you know, um, because I I know for women it's a pretty charged topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that there might have been some truth behind your, you were sleeping with a lot of women Mm -hmm. during this time frame. Do you think that you might have been searching for the right woman to maybe help you not do that? Oh, I have no doubt of that. Yeah. And then, but there, but, but it really, what there wasn't, you couldn't find the perfect woman to keep you from doing that because it really originated far before. Yes. Any, any, any woman. And I think most of the people that I talk to that have said anything about porn 
um, with me, it all started at a super, super young age. Yeah, and yeah. You, you're starting to look at women differently yeah. instead of gross and cooties. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, here's this porn, yeah. and then that's that shapes how you view yeah. women. Mm-hmm. And so I think for, I don't know, this is just coming to me. I think that maybe it shapes men into thinking that if they find the perfect woman, like they the won't. one that's in the magazine or whatever, yeah. then the that's going to, there. the desire won't be there yeah. because it will replace the desire that they have. Yeah. But yeah. But in, in your own testimony, it sounds like they really it really wasn't about the women being the perfect woman. Mm-hmm. It was more something deeper. It was something that you were struggling with personally yeah, yeah. that really was outside of women, and you were trying to use women mm-hmm. to actually help you overcome it. Yeah. Was there a specific question? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was I'm just... mulling over everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that... I, w- I think I was just trying to clarify, bring out some... For, for the women like, li- yeah. that are listening, yeah. like... Okay, so maybe this isn't about that. Oh yes, no, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, like, and th- and that's what I, which uh, is so hard, and I don't want to say it's not. Yeah, you know, I don't want to yeah. like it's not about you because that would make me feel yeah, seem never... like I'm unfeeling about a woman's <laughs> feelings. But right. I, I just bring out like I really don't think most of the time I don't think that the that the problem with porn is actually the woman. I think it's the man. Yeah. who's caught in something that mm-hmm. started at a very young age mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to get out of it and. Yeah. And it and it's not something that the perfect woman can fix. So it's almost kind of lets the woman off. I think. I mean, so. it's it's a God thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't change for you until you actually started to see God differently. It, yeah, had, it had nothing, nothing to, to do, do with yeah with a woman per mm-hmm. se. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with them. Yeah. Well, and I think it isn't about someone being your savior. It's about mm-hmm. God being mm-hmm. your savior. You know, Jesus being your savior. Because if we, it kind of leads back into that whole like. If I'm going to you for my my validation, it's not sustainable mm-hmm. because it's that's too much of a weight for you to carry, which we were never meant to carry those weights. So was there was there any specific moments in as as you were, you know, spending time with God and getting to know him differently mm-hmm. and getting to see him differently? Um, was there anything in like times that you felt like he said something to you or specific moments that just kind of popped to your mind where some definite changes took place in you towards your towards the pornography um i, I wouldn't say anything specific um no i mean i think it i think like we talked about it was just kind of a gradual the more i talk to him you know, I mean, the shame compounds on shame, which, you know, leads to more action, bad actions. So I think I remember one of the last times that it happened, I uh, I just didn't feel bad about it. Okay. And I was talking to God immediately after, and I was just like, oh, all right. And it's not that, it's not that I thought it wasn't bad. I didn't feel bad. Right. And I didn't feel shame. I should, I should be clarify. Um, and that was one of the first times I was like, Almost like like pre- like prepping myself for I don't know getting struck by lightning or something because I'd been talking to God a lot at that point so I'm like oh no I did something, and I, I just kind of had this feeling of him being like dude it's okay yeah it's fine yeah I'm like yeah, oh like, he's like I don't want you to do it but it's not right it's right. not like and so I think that kind of was a there was a difference was a turning be- point there's a huge difference between conviction and condemnation and shame yeah and I think we uh, as humans tend to try and use shame and condemnation to change us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to beat myself into mm-hmm. submission by thinking all kinds of bad thoughts about myself mm-hmm. and then yeah. 
that's going to change me. And I, I it, like I've, I've always said, if if that worked, I'd be skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it only it only lasts until the next donut rolls around. That's right. You know? <laughs> well, maybe yeah. maybe this will make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, I pretty much just wanted to like, just, I just wanted to talk about it because I mean, I, I was, I, I've read some statistics about the type of porn specifically, and it is viewed the most in states that are the most anti LGBTQ. Really? So like Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi, wow. that area. And, 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 and being born in Louisiana and having lived in Louisiana and right. my dad's from Texas, Dude, you talk about doing that in Texas, you, uh, I mean, you, you probably will get beat up, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I just think that guys need to talk about it because saying you look at porn is not enough. No. Most people, guys I work with, they're like, you look at porn, they'll give you a freaking high five you. Right. Like, good job. We know you're normal. You know? <laughs> and so, but if I say, oh, tranny porn, they're like, what? Right. <laughs> it's a whole yeah. nother conversation. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I think it's important to talk about it and I'm just listening to God. No, I, think <laughs> I didn't it's great. necessarily want to, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But there's freedom in it. There is. And, and I think yeah. that when we bring light to it, we bring, we also help other people gain freedom as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're hard conversations, but like be the first one to step into the water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then maybe there'll be more people and we can actually gain freedom instead of mm-hmm. just living in the dark and the hole and the shame. Yeah, and I, I think it's so important to talk about, I, I don't know, God's really put on my heart the specifics of things that people do. Yes. And I know that, I mean, even here at Life Church, uh, um, it's very, you know, if someone gives their testimony, it's like, I struggle with drugs. Yeah. And if I ever give my testimony, I'm going to be like, I used to shoot heroin, everyone, look at me, needles in my arm, smoked meth, I did it all. Yeah. I didn't just struggle with drugs. Because yeah. what does that mean? You smoked weed three times? Right. Or you shot heroin? Right. Right. Like, the guy who shot heroin who's sitting in church is like, that guy probably smoked weed a couple of times. He's like, I shot heroin. <laughs> right, exactly. People can't know that. Right. And I'm going I'm to be up there that. screaming it at the top of the mountain like, it's okay. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. doesn't, it doesn't yep. define you. It's no. fine. Yeah. So That's but, why I tell yeah. people when we tell our testimony, the whole thing. Yes. Because people so need important. to see all of it. Yeah. Because they need to know that it's not just a thought. It's mm-hmm. there's there's all of the things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well God is definitely a, a healer and a restorer. Um, and I think that if you know, we don't glory in the details, but at the same time if we don't say the details, then a lot of people end up walking away thinking, Well yep. yeah. oh, they weren't as bad as yes. we are. Yep. And so God can't do anything mm-hmm. for us and that's just not true. Yeah. And I, I know that if I would have heard somebody talk about, like, all the pastors that have preached, that I've heard preach, if I would have heard one of them say what they struggled with and it was what I just told you guys, I would have marched up to him right after church and said, dude, please pray for me. Yeah. I've never heard anybody else say this. Yeah. I thought I was gay. I'm, I'm confused. Talk to me. You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, I'll never forget, um, we had someone preach at Life Church and I got so mad because he was giving this awesome testimony. And this is nothing against him. He's a great no. person. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. And he said, uh, and it was my own garbage that I got mad, but he said, uh, he was just like, yeah, I struggle with porn. And then God took it away. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What else? That's it? Yeah. You know? And, and I remember and I remember thinking, 
what I just told you guys. If he would have been more specific, maybe I could have told him because he was someone that I val- I, val- I value his opinion on things, yeah. and I would love to know. You know what I mean? But yeah. so. well, I when I've heard that from people that they've just God's taken it away, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I think, what's wrong with me? Yes, that's why what won't I he too. take it away from yeah. me too? Like yeah. I'm clearly, I mean, it's yeah. clearly a lie, right? Yes, of course. It's clearly a lie from the devil, but mm-hmm. I believe it anyways, <laughs> and I walk through life thinking <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's I'm a lie or not. way more broken than <laughs> yeah. this person over here, yeah. right? Yeah. Because. God clearly loved them more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is which goes into a whole other topic about yep. doubt and all of that stuff. But <laughs> I digress. Yeah, again. I certainly anyway. can't love them more because I'm his favorite. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Well, good. Awesome. Thank you. Well, we look forward to talking to you more about some of this other stuff and yeah, and so just the more. just the journey of the, the biggest thing is the journey of you. Uh, learning how to see God differently mm-hmm. and how to actually learn how to walk with him instead of just do all the right things. You're actually yeah. learning how to have a relationship with him, which mm-hmm. I think is so huge in this day. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for wanting to be <laughs> on. my episode number four? <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're five. five. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I plan on being the next five too. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Thanks so much for joining me today. Special thanks to Ben from Life Church for helping me out with the recording. And as always, if there are topics you would like to hear discussed, please email me at becoming13ministries at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at becoming13ministries.